no mai piki mai ki te putahi, tēnā koutou. Ko Kingi Gilbert tōku ingoa, he uri a hau no tainui te aroa a me tokomaru waka. Ko ngā ture, ngā mahi whakangau, a me te kaitiakitanga ngā kupapa o tēnei hōtaka. Hunting was not allowed by the government under Level 4 on private, public or Māori land. On Level 3, the restrictions were, uh, were released slightly. And Sport and Recreation Minister Grant Robertson has said that they know that hunting is an important part of life for many New Zealanders and in some cases a critical source of food. He said they had to strike a balance. Te Ropu Whakakaupapa Uruta, the independent National Māori Response Pandemic Group, has said it sought to see traditional kai gathering permitted with hunting and fishing recognised as an essential service within remote Māori communities. They go on to say, we believe that the failure of the government to recognise the importance of traditional kai gathering highlights how little the government understands the reality of Māori communities and unfortunately explains its one-size-fits-all COVID-19 response. We are here to present a final perspective on hunting and we have our panellists and our special guests. Uh, e toko toru ngā kaituku pātai. Ko tui giling rāwa ko tāmoko Ormsby ōkuhoa kaituku pātai. Tēnā koe tāmoko. Tēnā koe kingi, uh, ko tāmoko tōku ingoa, uh, no wai katoa hau, pānga no hoki ki te rohe pōtai, ki tauranga mōna. Kia ora tāmoko. Kia ora tui, tēnā koe. Uh, tēnā koutou i te iwi. Ko tui giling tōku ingoa, ko te whanoa apunui te iwi. Tēnā koe, tēnā koe tui, ko Moana Roa Callaghan tā tātou kai kōrero i te rā nei, no te whānau apanui ia. Moana is a kaitiaki, she lives in Nerohe, while te whānau apanui, she's also a hunter, and uh, this knowledge has been passed down through generations, uh, from her fathers, from her grandfather to her father, and so on. So it's a pleasure to have you here today, Moana Roa. We'd like to hear a little bit more about your kaupapa, uh, or pākehi, pāriki adventures as well. So... Thank you for coming on our show. I'd like to get started. Kahuri te rākau ki a koe, tāmoko, tēnā koe. Tēnā koe, moana roa, tēnā koe, te whakawātea mai a koe, kia mātau o te kūtahi, kia mohio mai te maria, tēnā kōrero mai a koe. ワイコエ、あ、ノフェアホキコエ、アンジスタ、スプレインバルバチョーセアフェニオ、ベックアン。あ、バイナクリアファレキチヒロイコマタツワテワカ、あ、コキリエケテマウガ、ワイルルテア
Um, so I'll probably start with the foundations of whariki as um, they all derive from te taio. Um, so my father is a, a single father of seven children, um, koe te matamua, and the youngest being eight, and our lifestyle, our lifestyle living on the coast um, has been uh, very strong. Um, it's, it's literally been conditioned in all of us in some sort of way. Um, and so living off the land um, was, was a big one, living off the moana, um, also the land for us, only because of our geographical location. Um, you know, Dad's first thought um, is, oh, the freezer's almost empty. I need to go and hunt. My tamariki need to eat next week. Tēnā momo. Um, so yeah, the, the whole foundation of whariki essentially derives from, yep, the taiao, but also the whole concept um, comes from our upbringing and my dad's upbringing, my grandfather's upbringing. Um, and so literally he tonga tuku iho. So we've just been able to put it into um, a, a framework that was able to have people only just will come to a place to, um, you know, a place like Rokore, which is really isolated. Uh, we don't get the reception connection as well, so we're literally we're isolated. Um, so, yeah, in terms of just starting up Whariki, its foundations, the key philosophy for us is to protect and to provide, and everything stems under those two kaupapa, which in a sense is kaitiakitanga, uh, futaiao, futangata. So, yeah, there's the, that's the relationship of, of that. Kia ora, moana roa. Um, I guess this kind of flows nicely into what my partai is, which is what does it mean to be a kaitiaki? Um, so for us as a whānau, uh, to be a kaitiaki, it's about um, uh, ko te ngākau whakaute um, and, and talking about, uh, you know, the boundaries uh, for taiao and for tangata. So a lot of the things that are happening around our area in Te Aruhea, Hika and Kokore, uh, you know, with like people uh, considering uh, 1080 poison, um, you know, pest, pest control. Um, and then on the other side, we've got tikanga, we've got te ao Māori, we've got hapu, we've got, you know, whānau living and all those sorts of things. So to be a kaitiaki in Raukokore for us as a whānau, it's about reciprocation of taiao and tangata. And so for us as tangata, um, our coming back to the core philosophy of whāriki, um, the two protect, in a sense, we're protecting uh, not only ourselves, but our, our land. You're, you're protecting uh, uh, mana whenua, uh, you're protecting mana motuhaketanga. So we get a lot of um, tourists, we get a lot of whānau that comes through and swim at the raukōpore. And sometimes, you know, they're sort of breaking boundaries when they're crossing over, going deeper into the ngahere. Um, so we we have boundaries there. And also for us, you know, like um, with the tile, for example, uh, uh, kamahi tree uh, may take about six to 10 years to grow, but for a deer or a pig, they can eat it in about six minutes. Um, and so, you know, for us, when we're hunting, we're thinking about all of those things. We're looking for damage. Mm. We're looking for damage in the forest, um, which brings us closer to, you know, the um, the animal. But in a sense, we're also respecting the animal. And when when we look after the tile in that sense, it looks after us. Um, so we're protecting not just our whānau, um, our, you know, our tribal area, our tribal boundaries, 
tikanga Māori, karakia, you know, all of those things, but we're providing it as well. Um, so that's what the kaitiakitanga uh, part is for us. You know, respect and reciprocity um, for the, the taiao providing to you and then you being able to um, care for the taiao. Um, can you just explain to me, what's the difference between uh, Māori worldview of hunting and non-Māori worldview of hunting? Good question. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> um, so uh, from our point of view, with non-Māori worldview hunting, initially it's a sport. Um, and in a sense, with the sport type of hunting, uh, the kill is, that is the peak, that is the biggest part, or that is the priority to hunting. It's the kill. It's what you can take. It's how big. It's, um, it's the whole hype. It's the thrill of the adventure. Um, you know, and, 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 and for a lot of our hunters, we've got a lot of young hunters who are still sort of coming to terms with hunting culture. Now, the issue that me personally, I'm a very um, passionate, you know, passionate person. <laughs> uh, the, the thing for me uh, when it comes to that type of hunting is, is that uh, uh, the ignorance around not exactly understanding the ahua of um, I need to feed my whanau. So in, in that statement there, when people say, I need to feed my whanau, sometimes they don't even um, respect the kill in a sense where, you know, like what you're doing with the insides when you have the gut, you know, when you make the kill. So we feed it back to the awa because it feeds the tuna, you know, so there's a whole process happening there. So sometimes we go hunting and we still find, you know, excuse the language, but guts and stuff still up in the bush, you know. Um, so, so from a Māori worldview for us, um, it's about that circle of life, literally some Lion King stuff. <laughs> um, and it's about that's where that whole reciprocation and taututu of taiao and tangata works because you're putting back into the taiao and you're feeding things that are essentially going to come back around and feed you. So it's, it's that whole um, rhythm of the of the ngahere so every time we enter the forest um ite mao you know ko ngā i, I, um, I hikoetia, uh, you know e tipuna. so there's a lot of there's the tapu space there's the noa space there's a lot of things that we take into consideration um even though it might just be whakango puaka <laughs> and so yeah for us it's um you can have license um hunters uh we're quite lucky we're on our own whenua um, so, you know, if you're going into other people's whenua, he mauri anō um, So it's about protecting yourself there as well and then giving back to the whānau that you've... Yeah, so for me, um, yeah, you've got sport hunting and then a Māori world view of hunting is you take enough for your whānau, uh, you take enough just to, you know, last you a certain amount of time and then you go back out, out there and do the mahi, unless, of course, you're, you're contributing to kaupapa. So, yeah. It's awesome to hear that, that distinction between those two worldviews, Miki. Um, and I think it came into play um, during, you know, Ngāhua Tanga Kua Pāngia Kirunga Ia Tātou Te Motu, Te Ao, uh, te, te Mate Uru Tāra. Nā reira, tāna koe te kōrero ki ngā, ngā pānga o tēnā rāhuitanga, kirunga ki a koutou o te whānau āpanui, o ngā momo tangata ka haere ki te puihi, ka haere ki tātahi, ka haere ki te ngāhere, ki a ora ai o rātou whānau. 
Um, e hara te mea ka, ka kōrero uh, mō te iwi, um, engari mō te hapu uh, me taku whānau, uh, i te mea kei te mōhio pūau ki, ki ngā āhuatanga o te kāinga, taku kāinga. Um, so for us, um, this whole um, COVID-19 kaupapa has just enhanced everything that we're doing and has, hasn't actually had an effect on us. Uh, the only effect that we did have was because, um, you know, the iwi made the decision to to uh, create the boundaries and no one is to enter or um, exit. And, you know, the, the only thing that, that was a bit hard about that was tangihana. Um, mm. So, you know, last week passing of my kraua, we could only go to the border 10 minutes and then gone again. So, um, for but for this, Ahua, it's had zero effect on the whānau because... Um, we're already doing that on the everyday. So it was, if anything, it just empowered and emphasised how important self-sustainability is. Um, you know, on social media, everyone's making bread, everyone's trying to find ways to, um, you know, uh, cultivate rongoa. Uh, everyone is go moving into that. They want to have control over their lives. And they don't want, um, you know, the fact that they can't go to a supermarket to dictate how they're going to live in this isolation. So, ko te wai marietanga o, o mātou o te kāinga, kei reira katoa ngā pātaka kai. Um, it, it, it's literally there. And, and I think for, for most of our whānau who are on the coast and don't hunt, it's been an opportunity or an incentive for them to be like, oh, now's the time that I can actually put some energy and focus into learning these skills because, you know, it's something to do for they're stuck at home with their kids. <laughs> they're running out of ideas. <laughs> it's getting boring. So, you know, so um, hunting, fishing, um, like for us, we're not really fishers, but our cousins um, who live in Omai or they, they fish, so they come down. We take, uh, dad takes their tamariki hunting and then, um, you know, uh, they made like sinkers and stuff out of tin. This is um, Kimiora and them too. <laughs> They're making their own sinkers and stuff. So for yeah, for us, not just as um, the Caligan whānau, not just as Whāriki Adventure or whānau Amaru, but I think just in that um, speaking on behalf of our little our little valley there, um, it's just empowered and, and this this whole um, epidemic has just proved to us that what we're doing um, at, at our own mana motanga, our own tino tiratanga, and our own Māori tanga. Do you think that hangarau tech can actually enhance your ability to be a kaitiaki um, rather than replace it? So I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think for te ao I mean, we're not entirely off the grid, um, you know, because um, most of us are young, <laughs> uh, firstly. And naturally the world is moving into that, that way of life anyway. Um, and I think in terms of enhancing, like for example, we, we use, um, you know, dad uses his phone or, um, you know, cameras and stuff just to get footage. It's more about footage and then on sharing the footage because that's the way people are accessing things at the moment. So I think for how um, hangarau enhances what we do, it's giving people direct access on the net to this is what we're still doing. But in terms of hangarau in um, in that area, you know, uh, we refuse to have Wi-Fi at our whare. 
Wi-Fi and things like that, I don't, I don't think for us, we don't really need it because it's so accessible. Like someone up the road will have Wi-Fi if we really, really need it or we need to get in contact with someone. We're still using home phone. <laughs> and um, if we want to text someone, there's uh, like a certain spot that you can hit or you can run up the hill, bring a pig back on your way back down if you can. <laughs> <laughs> kia, kia ora, I was just wondering, did you and the whānau have a corridor about what you might do if coronavirus made its way into your rohe? Um, if it made it into our rohe, hmm, um, I'd, I'm not too sure because I think for us in Raukokore, we don't have neighbours and we don't have people coming in and out of our house. The only time they really come to our whare is one, if they want a wānanga with my dad, two, they want to go for a hunt, three, they want they want the kids for something. Those are generally like the three most top, you know, like reasons why people would come and visit us. That's just the way on the coast either. And not like Te Kaha or Waiho um, where, you know, there's more people around. Um, and, you know, a lot of our whānau who live in Te Kaha and Waiho, their, their bubbles are all quite connected. So I think if COVID was to ever enter the rohe, I think things would still be the same because we literally are, we are our own. Yeah, we, we just, we've always been so dependent on each other and our own bubble. If it was like, yeah, I feel like fish this week, I'll swap a beast for a fish. But other than that, I don't think anything would change. For us, I'm not too sure how our other whānau would cope with, with that. Yeah. Tēnā koe, he mihi mahana ki a koe. You really are sitting at the meeting point, the many areas of te ao Māori, mātauranga Māori, the future between your father and your uh, brothers and sisters, and also hangarau, and the old world, it's really a pleasure to kōrero and to listen to you kōrero and share your knowledge with us today, Moana Roa. Ngā mihi kia koe. I learn a lot and I deeply appreciate uh, the time you've taken to share with us uh, your lifestyle um, and your thoughts on the future. He mihi mahana ano kia koe. Tēnā koe. We would like to wrap up with a whakatauki and... We are wondering if you have a whakatauki that you might like to share to wrap up this episode of Te Pūtahi. Yeah, sure do. Um, nā reira, he, he waihotanga tēnei uh, ma, ma tātou katoa. Um, ka hoki, ka hoki au ki te iti nei, uh, mā te reo, mā te reo tātou e kōrero ai, mā te kōrero tātou e mārama ai, Mā te māramatanga tātou e noho taurite ai. Um, so by language we are able to speak, whether it be, you know, te reo, English, uh, common language and workspaces. Uh, mā te kōrero tātou e mārama ai, uh, by, by speaking we are able to understand and by understanding we're able to sit uh, and on common ground. And I think... Uh, most importantly, that's that's a that's a very very big, um, yeah. That's a very very 
big uh, passion of mine is common ground and common connection, being on the same page. Yeah. We've come to the end of our episode of Te Putahi. We hope you enjoyed tuning in and we'll be back next time. Tēnā rā koutou katoa. Mm-hmm.